We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League opening day right around the corner, BetOnline has all the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. The best part? You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your literal free money. Plus, signing up is a great way to support the show. You are listening to In Your Ears as I speak right now. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you set up an account at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Hey guys, welcome back to Little Legends Podcast, episode number 29. I am your host, Blevins. Joining me, as always, is Boop. What's up, buddy? What's up? Flying. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah, flying in the air, flying in space. This is why you got to watch not, it on Twitch. Not in the air, because there is no air in space. <laughs> yeah, there is no air in space or brain cells in my noggin true um so yeah I, my green screen is uh space related i wonder why mr blevins hmm it might be because of wait oh hold on i got i got this ready we can we can we can do a cool thing i can actually use i can actually use the 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 thing for 
for for fun and and interesting things for space. That was it. That was that was that was what all that delay was for. We're talking about galaxies. Galaxies. Yeah, I'm definitely going to overuse that this episode. <laughs> um, we got some awesome news. And if you're listening to this live, or actually if you're listening to it not live, we had a, a bunch of people ask, Where, where's the episode? Is there an episode this week? Yes. We delayed on purpose because we were pretty sure that, that we were going to get some uh, word on the street was that there was going to be some uh, news about set three on Wednesday. And guess what? We got it. Which is awesome. We're going to be talking about that. But, of course, first we're going to do our little bit of housekeeping. Guys, you know we're a prediction esports podcast. P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you are following the uh, feed there. Leave us a review. Like, subscribe. All of that good stuff. Because it's super, super helpful for us. Um, of course, we are continuing on the game nights. On Fridays, 9 Eastern, <clears throat> twitch.tv slash TV. Make sure to head over to discord.me slash Podcast to join and play. Had a lot of new people last week, which was great. We're getting people every week that are saying, hey, how do we play? There is no, uh, there's no, the only thing you need is a, is a ride account. You don't need anything else. Just come on in and join in. Tag me in, in the Discord so I see you. I can get you into the next game for sure definitely want to do that we also are still rocking the ready for battle shirts the ready for battle shirts the link to those are going to be in the box <laughs> so dumb God. Re- 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 ready re- for red battle. flag <laughs> <laughs> got it in there uh the link to those are in the description if you want to buy one of those we're probably going to be making a new shirt because if you're watching this on youtube or if you're seeing it live you can look right over there we got a brand new logo with a little cartoon boop and a little cartoon blev on it it is pretty pretty great it's and cute. if, if it's i were cute if I were a betting man, I'd say there might be a t-shirt made out of those as well. Um, so definitely check that out uh, in the link below. <clears throat> That's it for uh, the uh, our I'm brain brain melted. Our housekeeping here. My brain my brain is out in the galaxies. I brought it back. <laughs> uh, let's talk about our week in TFT. Boom! How have you been doing? I've been taking a little bit of a break, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, I was, was going to like, I've like set myself up like a three day period that I have like a lot of time or I'm going to push for my next rank mm-hmm. before the end of the season. Uh, but that's it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of burnt out. <laughs> Not going to lie. Like yeah. set two started off like super strong, but mm-hmm. I just like, and we'll talk about this because don't worry guys. We'll talk about what K3 Soju said oh, uh, yes. on, on his stream a little bit later. Uh, but like I, I agree with some of his sentiment, not how he said it, but yeah. I agree with his sentiment with um, the fact that like I think because of the lack of like cool ults and, and stuff, it, it kind of just got boring. <laughs> Where some of it kind of just got visually repetitive, mm-hmm. I think might be a little bit more, and things just just weren't as maybe involved. I don't know. There's just something that did get stale, and I, I can't really pinpoint exactly when it was. But it happened with to me like within like the last week and a half because I was yeah. grinding real hard before that, playing a ton. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I was just like, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm actually pretty curious about that because I felt the same way, and I feel like I felt the same way last set at around this time. It's like the next set's getting announced. We're starting to see a little bit of that. It's like, well, I kind of want to just play the new thing, right? Um, but yeah. I also had like the Legends of Runeterra thing is the new hotness, and it's like, well, I'm putting a lot of time in that right now. And like that's the new thing, and then when set three comes out, that's going to be the new thing. And and you know, newer is always better. Shout outs to Barney Stinson. Um, <clears throat> I always got to have a How I Met Your Mother reference. Oh, guys, Hit if him. you're playing, if you're playing the drinking game, Blevins made a How I Met Your Mother reference. Take a shot. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, mark your bingo card. We're not uh, actually uh, telling you to drink alcohol, especially if you're underage. Um, but also, I don't care if you do. Um, <laughs> just don't tell me you did it uh but yeah so i'm I'm actually i'm su- not surprised i'm uh, it's uh interesting to me that that same thing is happening even though you haven't been grinding wonder, the room terror like i have <laughs> i wonder if we didn't know set three was coming soon if people would be saying these things right if we were yeah. just like if we didn't have any news right. if we just kind of like think something else but knowing that something's coming up might right. be kind of pushing us towards wanting to be done with this because we know mm-hmm. it's going to be over it's just at the end of these seasons and i think it happens a lot in a lot of esports like in off-season periods yeah. where like why like why even invest time right, right? you've 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 gotten the you, you've gotten the everything you need right so right we finished our battle passes we yeah exactly you know i don't have any more challenges i got all my arenas right so and i'm i'm diamond four at 28 lp right like i'm good to go to the end of the season Mm -hmm. uh and that happens in in every i think ranked cycles life yeah and it will happen every single time in the last month probably of, Mm -hmm. of a set but a month is a long time and i think this kind of surprised me because until i heard k3 say it right and i think this and and the reason why i'm bringing it up is because i think this is kind of adding to a little bit of that fatigue yeah is the only content that i have is streams and myself right right so like the only tft i have is very not variable at least the ones that i see right because i'm watching myself play most i tune into a couple streams you know i watch more dog i watch hoffy sometimes um but well and the little legends podcast except we're both on it so we don't listen to it uh and giant slayer tv of course Uh, that's true that's true literally the only tournaments that are going on yeah and so there's just again it's something that we've said a lot it's the fact that there's a lack of incentive right now. Yeah. And that I think they had to make a choice between what was more important, setting a competitive scene or mobile. Mm-hmm. Right. And one was going to be before the other. And then they right. went with mobile first. And unfortunately, that meant that competitive would have to take a backseat yeah. no matter what. And and the thing that people have to realize is one more really has nothing to do with the esports side of it. Right. He, he has everything to do with the game that is going to be played as the esport, right but in terms of setting everything up that is really outside of mort's wheelhouse right. like uh roles and responsibilities uh which is something he said on on the podcast yep uh a month or two ago and esports is usually done by like marketing and mm-hmm. sales and branding and partnerships yep. uh and so 
it seems like they're leaning more into that side of things first, right? Yeah. Let's make all the money on mobile. Let's get these games in the biggest hands and let's set up a tournament maybe in set three because right. he did drop that. They're thinking there's going to be competitive ladder points a la Hearthstone um, for for TFT. But yeah. it's, a, it's a really sticky situation, man. And I think that does lend itself to the fatigue because I don't have like mm. a thing to see the best of the best play ever, right? right. Because I, I don't, there's never an opportunity to see the peak level of TFT, right? And and not to say that like Giant Slayer isn't the peak level, right? Uh, it is that is the highest level TFT we we, we have right now, right. in my opinion, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of getting the top twenty players all in the same lobby, right. that's not happened. And like I I want to see that, yeah. But that's me. And that's my opinion. And that's not necessarily what the majority of people might want outside of this community and how they want to consume this content. That's obviously hard to balance. What what, what do you think? Do you think that adds to like that kind of staleness of what's going on right now? I definitely do. I think it's a couple of things. Um, I think what you said is 100% correct. I don't think it's 100% of the problem, but I, I do think like right now, and this happens in a lot of games that are like tfe like that are more like card game or strategy game focused like hearthstone is a perfect example of watching a streamer play ladder is completely different than watching a tournament because the tournament format is not a is not a, the same thing as the ladder when you're playing it's like yeah okay hearthstone like you can play a, you can play a tournament competitive deck but you need to play you need to be able to play five different decks or whatever it is for Hearthstone with bands, or I don't actually know the format that well, but like you need, you need to be playing three to five different decks in Hearthstone. So like, even if you're playing each of those decks on the ladder, it's never going to be the same in the same sense that like we see every week with giant slayer, or we've seen in the uh, invitationals that we've casted. It's like, Hey, guess what? Crowen makes the top four, of every single round, but doesn't win. And then he ends up winning the event or getting set, you know, getting second in the event or something like that. That's like, not, it's kind of what you do on ladder, but like, you can tell like you never see, except maybe in like super high challenger where like, they're actually playing the same people like over and like, they just run it back and play in the same lobby because of matchmaking. But like, you don't see that like, evolution that you see every week in a giant slayer or in a tournament where it's like oh hey range like i remember it was the was it the cruise invitational or was it it was one of the events that we did it might have been the first event that we did in set one and like the first round it was like the korean rangers uh uh, like Evelyn meta was like yeah, when everyone yeah. went, and then the very next round it was some no it one. was it was <laughs> yeah. no one went that or maybe yep. one person did, and then it was like it was or or maybe I'm thinking of Void Assassin doesn't matter like one comp was like dominant at the beginning, and then no one went it the rest of the thing because it's like oh everyone's going after this I can't go for it mm-hmm. um, yeah we like didn't see any Evelyn after that like, yes for almost yep. the entire tournament yep so like and then like you don't really see that and even like you watch someone like solace uh tsm solace and like they grind up ladder points 
because they force the same comp over and over again, like by design, like they play it very well. Mm-hmm. Well, Hearthstone's the same way, right? right. I, I would assume that MTG is also the same way. Yeah. Where like you kind of just have your climbing deck, right? Yeah. Like in Hearthstone, I think the I th- face hunter can be competitive at times. I feel like there was a really long period of time. I think when we were playing like heavy ladder Hearthstone, yeah. where you if you wanted to climb from like twenty to five. You just played you, Face Hunter. Face Hunter, because you can just concede when or they're a warrior. Lock. Yeah, you concede yeah. when they're a warrior, and then you play. <laughs> you win three, and then if a, a warrior, you don't even you don't even waste your time. You just right concede. or <laughs> yeah, a pirate warrior was the same yes, way, yes. right? Like you play the just fast a- deck. Yeah, aggro comps. Uh, you know, nightshade druid, like those yes. things that you you can get. 30 HP down in six turns, yep. right? Um, Mid-Rage Hunter is going to be a little bit more complicated, but you never really saw like the Control Priests, the Freeze Mages, right? Down right. in like lower ranks. And never. they might have low win rates, but in the right hands driving them, we get to see what that is truly like. What right. uh, what Mono White can truly be like when driven correctly. Mm-hmm. Or what, um, you know, a blender, like this would have been really awesome in the blender world, mm-hmm. right? When things just kind of were mixing and matching and seeing who could just figure out the best combination, right? Yeah. Um, because if we had competitive, like, hard, like hardcore competitive TFT at the time, would we have had a blender meta that long, right? Mm-hmm. Would we have, and pro- like the answer is probably, right? But yeah, I wonder how much innovation potentially was stifled due to the lack of opportunity to face other high level players. Like to actually, on a counter basis. it. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. I mean, we had an episode. Uh, I don't even remember what one it was. It was it was a few not not super long ago, where it's like, yeah, when like when Grand Vice and Soju and Kurum and uh, Delicious Milk and Crowen and all those top players are all playing, but they're playing separate from each other. So they're not like, they're just going to play the best comp. They're not going to play the comp that beats the best comp because they can be play for them. Right. They can beat like they can beat everyone else that's playing it in their lobby a lot of the time. So yeah, there is not that need for innovation. You're not incentivized to innovate. Um, I, I think that's a big thing. The other thing that I think is maybe taken a little bit away from the specifically the uh, the end of set two is that we didn't get an uh, we didn't get an extra drop of champions. Um, that's right. The last ones that came out were Senna and Lucian, which in video game world was 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember when it was. It was a while. And I think um, if you go back and watch some old I think interviews, it was last decade. Uh, it actually might have been. Um, it was it was a decade ago. <laughs> um, I think there was talks about there maybe being champs, uh, additional champs that that I think that got scrapped or pushed off. Not 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 that the concepts got scrapped, but they got scrapped from set two um, in order to work on set three, which I'm I'm not opposed to. Like I I would rather have it, you know, set three be better or whatever. But I think um, you know that takes away from it a little bit too. We're in a world where you know we want the shiny new thing. Uh, 
we want the shiny new thing and we want to to see it at a certain interval like we are conditioned we are pav we, you know we're pavlov's dog to we drool when we hear the bell uh and that bell is new content from tft you know and i think even if we didn't have any announcement of set three if we didn't have any sort of allusion to it there was nothing uh in terms of a date even though we're pretty sure it's happening march 18th um we would be expecting it because like we know how long the first set went we know how long like we can like predict people like we've kind of known the cadence for it for a long time now and even if we didn't know that maybe if this was set two like we pretty much knew when set two was going to come out because like there's something in the chemistry of releasing sets for card games and whatnot that it's like it's about three or four months that something lasts and then you put out a new thing you put out a new piece of content i mean it's probably because of uh, fiscal quarters like it's not <laughs> these these companies aren't reinventing the wheel here, well and, but... and let's also like let's also take into account that with uh, all the health stuff going on lately right most companies are taking huge profit hits if they have business right. in china mm -hmm. and I, I and maybe that that's affect it's not maybe affecting them now but could affect them a little bit later right right because for example, right when you think of a, I don't when you think of this kind of thing happening. I've been talking about this all day, so it's like fresh in my mind. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but like Chinese airlines have lost billions of dollars. The island of the city of Macau has lost so much money because people just aren't there. Mm -hmm. right? My sister's going to Bali uh, tomorrow because it's like five hundred dollars to fly there. Oh wow! Right now, and so if you really want a vacation to Asia, <laughs> this might be your last chance for a while, um, and it would be cheap. But but basically, like, you don't think about how it affects business like that. That's yeah. not something I, I thought of. Um, and just how and what that means, maybe not for Internet or out of home entertainment, but mm. like Overwatch League, not having their soul right. and Chinese home stance. That's mm. where they were going to make the most money. Right. right. Now they just don't have it. And so where yeah. where is that going to be coming from? Right. And I think Riot might be potentially having to go through some of those same times mm -hmm. of decision making. And I can almost guarantee you that Project A is most likely taking more resources now than it ever has. Uh, same thing with the fighting right. game as it becomes close to release. And who who are you going to take away uh, in terms of resources to to push maybe Project A past a certain deadline? Right. Probably the TFT team. Right. So we don't know that's all hearsay we don't know if that's why there's been less development that could definitely be a reason why um which would explain a little bit of the slower process of things that maybe just the team is smaller maybe certain people have left uh moved to other teams you never know like the inner workings yeah. of what's going on but it is unfortunate because you're right we never got a second champion drop right we never got like uh more origins or synergies Right. Outside of, we didn't uh, get another item. Like we got uh Thieves Gloves. The sparring gloves, yeah. yeah. And um that just and back then though, the sparring gloves came out too soon. Right? right. So, yeah. so 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 basically just like anything, I'd love for them to meet in the middle. And this is one thing I actually really did respect uh K3 about is he was able to separate Mort's balance and game ideas from mm -hmm. the esports side of things which was very in my opinion it, which is something that a lot of people don't do yeah. um more it's the face of the game so he probably gets the brunt of most everything but but basically it's not his fault it's not his choice on right. who gets invited um but and and the balance of the game is probably in one of the better places 
it's been set two was i feel like pretty balanced for the we mm-hmm. didn't have kasastin outside of like a small time of blender yeah i would say but even then oh but six shadows guys is op you can't beat six shadows it's impossible master Yi is broken <laughs> sorry I, I i'm sorry i quote i quoted reddit there i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, and so like to kind of like go full circle is I would love to see the best of the best compete, right? Because mm-hmm. I can watch a streamer and get better myself, but there's just something that's different about watching the best of anything compete, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was watching darts earlier, and some guys I watched that of, same clip. Yeah, yeah, and it's like if that can if darts gets this high, right? <laughs> you know, it could be like this too. All you need is that yeah. support. Mm-hmm. Uh, an incentive and i think this is all assumption but if i were to assume what's going on uh, i would say that resources are probably thin on that line and they need to get mobile out they, they have yeah. to that's uh, been their main priority since probably the game came out yeah and so mm-hmm. after that we'll probably get an accelerated path toward competitive TFT. But even then it might not be competitive, competitive might not even be what K3 and some other people want. It might just end up being that entertainment with, you know, bounties and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that doesn't make it wrong. Right. We can't tell. I have ideas on how you raise your children that don't (laughs) exist. Right. Right. Um, But I can't make you do what I think is right. Right. And no matter how passionate I am about it, because Mm -hmm. you could be, you, you, I don't, that could be the way that feeds TFT because TFT is probably just a way to feed Riot, right? So they don't need it to be competitive. They've already got that in the LCS. So why Mm -hmm. do the same thing again for another one of their properties when they're going to have it again for Hearthstone and they're going to have it for the fighting game, right? This is an opportunity Mm -hmm. to do something different in this space because it's a new genre. And I think they're exploring what those options could be as well. Um, yeah, which is fine, but it, unfortunately, I think we're getting to the point where it's taking a little too long. I I agree with that, and for I I realize we've been talking about this K three Soju clip for a while without actually introducing what it is, but uh, it's linked in the description. Um, maybe I can link it in chat for anyone who doesn't have it as well. Nope, I don't have a clip. I I don't have it clipped in chat. Uh sorry, chat. You're gonna have to find it. It's on Reddit. Um. Yeah, I think um Yeah, it's really tough because on the one hand, I want com- I don't even I mean, I personally want there to be competitive TFT. That is 100% the case. But if I'm thinking about what TFT needs, I don't think it has to be a what what we see now as like a competitive structure uh like you were saying it's not it's definitely not going to be there's not going to be lcs for tft if that's what your goal is change it because <laughs> like it doesn't make sense for that to be the case at yeah. the very least not now um it, it's all about like you've got to build there organically or else it the house of cards crumbles at least a little bit right like what we're seeing from giant slayer what we're seeing from uh you know the cruise invitational that we did what we're seeing from uh fandom legends twitch rivals like that is the sort of more organic like hey we're actually getting something going here um and then you know if if 
if the demand for more than that is there, then yeah, we can get like, I'm, we know Riot Let's has the ability it. to do it. But what they don't want to do and what I don't want them to do is be like, okay, well, we're building up the TFT LCS. Hope you guys show up. We'll be well, right here. I- in some communities, especially amateur communities on um, offshoot games, kind of like TFT, yeah. uh, I know in like the Overwatch world, it was Alienware Monthly Melee, yes. right? It was, it, that that kind of showed that it had legs, yeah. right? I don't think, and again, I love Giant Slayer, right? But until there's a spectator client, it's going to be really hard to, to really prove that this is a great spectator experience, right? right? Because we haven't built it as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But if someone was able to to do it right you don't want to do work for riot but if someone was able to get momentum and and the ability to get money in for prizes and mm-hmm. get consistent mm-hmm. top level players invited every single week mm-hmm. um it could maybe show what it could be right i don't think yeah. there's necessarily been a ton of different options that they've been presented that they could even come off of right, right. they're going off of what they have for lcs and of course they're going to be well versed in esports it's right games are probably the best at it out of mm-hmm. anybody but uh when it comes to setting something like this up in the overwatch world it was very community driven at first right and people still kind of miss that the, mm-hmm. the the community aspect of it and what you know contender season zero was when they're switching shirts and yep. it was a little bit more loose and playful than what mm-hmm. overwatch league is now uh and i think that we can do that in the tft world is the own it should the onus be placed on us no should <laughs> well, should we do free work no, for riot yes no. i think I, I think I get what you're saying, but like I think we can show the world what it could be, but that would also require buy-in from the players and right. people to actually watch. Because that was the other problem with yes. Overwatch, right? Is there's an amateur scene in Overwatch called Overwatch Contenders, right? And I would assume that TFT would probably be most drawn towards something like that or like mm-hmm. Rocket League, right? Right. Rocket League being the top of it. Uh, and Overwatch Contenders got like 1,200 viewers a week, down from 10,000. Right. <laughs> right? Because they didn't they didn't have an idea. There wasn't like intention behind what they wanted. Right? right? They just kind of assumed that everyone who watched Owl would want to watch Overwatch Contenders. Right. And it would just work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And I hope that that's not what's going to happen for, for TFT, right but as as i kind of like belabor this point the reason why i bring up overwatch contenders is that did start off as a community driven tournament and then was adopted by overwatch and then Mm -hmm. that was brought into overwatch league it could be that way here in tft but should it be i don't know well i think at the end of the day we've already accepted that like riot doesn't need tft to be competitive for it they didn't even expect it to be Right? right, based it, off of exactly. like Wart's uh, interview, they they yeah. they the evaluation of what they thought would happen in terms of popularity for the game was half of right. what it actually was. Right. So, like, if if I'm thinking of it from Riot's perspective, they are, uh, I think, at best, well, maybe not at best, they're likely like competitive agnostic. Like, hey, you know what? this doesn't need to be a competitive game. It's like if we put out, um, a, uh, a, a Timo mushroom hop platformer, I don't care if this becomes, you know, I don't care if there's a huge speed running community for it. Like it doesn't need to be the number one competitive, 
uh, platformer uh, speedrun game. Like right from Riot's perspective, they don't care um, or they don't need it to happen. Maybe don't care is probably the wrong the wrong uh, word in the same sense that like we put out TFT. We're making a good game. We're trying to make it balanced for the top ladder play. But if it becomes like a thing that people want to do tournaments for or if it is just a game that people watch streamers play, they're probably agnostic as to which there are or apathetic towards which happens. It's success yeah. for both for both. So I, I get and again, I'm biased because, you know, uh, I come from the Overwatch League side and from playing Magic competitively for years. And like, that's what I want as a person. But like Riot doesn't like Riot is not going to push that because they don't need it to happen. So it does some of the some of the onus is, I think, on the community, because at the end of the day, Riot doesn't want to put out something that people aren't going to watch. If yep. if people aren't showing up to TFT tournaments and people aren't watching TFT tournaments, then there's no real foot to stand on for why Riot doesn't put them on. You know, like it, the, the chicken, <laughs> the chicken and egg thing is not. A hard one like we know we have to be the the chicken right we have to lay, we have to show riot the egg okay that that metaphor got messed up but you get what um, i'm saying well yeah totally 100 and i and i agree so and there are definitely some people out there if anyone's gonna do it it's probably gonna be giant slayer right yeah. uh it, in my opinion they're the best position to do it they've got a good team of people that are passionate mm -hmm. uh working there and they did the exact same thing in the heroes of the storm world yeah. right so this is actually something that they're very prepared for yeah. uh which is awesome that we have people like that in our community yeah um i just i just want to like caution people to in terms of how to deal with the situation we've been talking about k3 for a while and we expected this of course we'll talk about like the fact that there are going to be units that are going to be able to combine on the board yeah we are going to be talking we are going to be talking about galaxies at some point after the break but, but as like kind of like a, a little bit of a summary of what's going on here is k3 put out i would say a very very long rant um, about the lack long. of competitive opportunity in TFT, especially yeah. since there hasn't been anything in set two in terms of a major tournament, right? Right, Because then why play set two at all if you're a professional player trying to make money in a competitive scene right. if there wasn't ever going to be opportunity, right? Should have said something, blah, 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 right? Um, the funny thing is here is he was very strong in how he was stating his opinion. Right. Mm -hmm. And the funny part about it was that his dad was cleaning in the background <laughs> for for mm -hmm. a, a lot of the actual rant. Uh, but the unfortunate thing for guys like K3 is Riot's a big company. Right. And if he thinks that Riot needs him. Right. They don't. They, they, yeah. they can they can find another person who can bring in the same amount of viewers who maybe has a better attitude. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, like, if you're if you're up and coming, you got to be careful when it comes to dealing with your employer. When it like with not employer, but dealing with someone that you might work with, because Business during partner, his rant, to put it, yeah, bluntly. he <laughs> he said some things that were you know pretty. He's fresh. He's frustrated, right? For and sure. when you're frustrated, you can get emotional. And in the Reddit thread, he was like, you know, I was emotional here. I might have taken it a little bit too far. Yeah. And he did kind of backtrack it a little bit, but which is good. I like, uh, you know, you could talk about him being maybe a little. I'm trying to look for a good word. Dramatic. Here. Uh, 
<laughs> dramatic, right? But what that shows, what he is showing to me is an obvious passion for yes. the game. He yes. might have said that the game is shit and the game is bad. <laughs> and maybe you know, five or ten times. That's okay. You know, but like he speaks in hyperbole to be completely because the next thing he said is I'm going to grind all day tomorrow. Right. Right. So it's it's not an all or nothing thing for him either. It's just you got to if you want to get what you want, there's definitely ways to go about it. And I don't think that was the best way, but it's definitely something that is going to get some people riled up in a good Mm -hmm. way, uh, because this is, I think, one of the first times in the TFT world minus you know, Cassassin didn't even get there like this, uh, right. where it something like this has happened. Yeah, I um, I mean, I'm not out here to try to tell people how to uh, how to voice their opinions because I, I, at the end of the day, I'm I'm very laissez faire with uh, how other people do their business, so I, I don't really care about that. I mean, I probably wouldn't have done uh, the delivery the same way, but uh, <laughs> it's easy for me to say that considering I didn't do it. Um, but I think a lot of the like a lot of the points that he made come from a place where I can be like, yeah, no, I kind of get that. I mean, he totally. was saying things He's about passionate. He yeah. feels this, and that's yeah. good to see. The the one of the things that I always thought was kind of weird is like, okay, there's the like the, the one thing he brought up specifically, and I think a lot of this focused around was the set two invitational. Which was which was a cool event, I think, and it was like, I mean, they got a bunch of streamers, right? Um, some of those streamers don't play TFT anymore, but I mean, like, okay, that's going to happen when you have streamers, um, and like, you know, we didn't see him there, which I mean, he kind of, um, you know, put it off of like, okay, well, it doesn't if it's not me, like, it at least should have been uh delicious milk which i mean from riot's perspective it's like yes if they wanted the set two invitational to be the best eight or six or 16 people or however many were there then yes delicious milk and curum and soju and all those guys and and girls that you see at the top should have been there but like it's a promotional event for the set they played non-standard rule i mean we talked about this so i'm not even going to go into it it was it was a well but his thing is is like he doesn't think that's competitive and he wants well, it's not the, com- the competitive thing and if that's not going to well, be it the game that he put his passion and his soul behind it, it would be for nothing well it, i we talked about this as well and like i i get where a lot of the players are coming from we're like oh well i want this to be I'm just going to use Magic the Gathering because that's what I'm familiar. I want this to like, let's just plug and play. Let's just have competitive Magic the Gathering tournaments for TFT. Like, let's have a competitive scene. Let's have the, you know, the teams sponsor players. Let's play as high a level as possible. Competitive Fox only final destination. No items like uh, (laughs) like, okay, great. Um, Did Riot tell you that that was what it was going to be? Did they announce that? Or did you see a game that can be competitive because it's a very uh, strategical game and assumed that that would be the format because that's what it has been before. Is that the case? Yes. And you put all of your eggs in that basket. Yes. And you're getting burned on it. Yes. Whose fault is that? Is it riots? It it riot is causing that, but it's not like they misled you. I don't think. Um, I think that's kind of where the dis- where I draw the distinction there. It's like riot did not say 
that there is going to be this like LCS level tournament. There's not going to be this Grand Prix or Magic Fest or whatever they call them now in Magic style of tournament every week. When we saw Twitch Rivals, that was partnered with Riot, but it wasn't through Riot. We saw the Invitational, which was actually exactly the opposite of uh, of the not exactly the opposite. It was not quite competitive. It was a promotional event. We saw that. I mean, we saw uh, like I I think that a lot of people made the assumption that it was going to be that. And I mean, maybe I'm one of them because I want it to be that. But Riot, you didn't think about like League of Legends. When did the first actual competitive Riot run League of Legends tournament start? I don't know. It, like season one started in what, 2010 or something? That was two years after the game came out. I wasn't even born yet. Uh, well, okay, okay boomer. Uh, <laughs> no, but still, like, <laughs> we're we're what I, what I think is happening is we're seeing and and I I fall for the same thing because it's like, well, this new thing's out there. They know how to do it. Let's just do it. It's like that. Riot may have done this before with their old game. League of Legends is ten years old. TFT is not even a year old. And to, to add on to that, again, like what we said, they weren't planning on this. The game was in like the brains of uh, the people who made it like uh, maybe a year ago. Right. And now <laughs> yeah. it's here. But we're like, well, why don't they just why don't they just make the LCS? Why can't you like riot? You know how to do it. Come on, dum-dums. Just do it. It's like, yeah. But League of Legends tournaments, like they look like today, were probably five years after the game came out. Mm -hmm. um, not the week, like people may have been running League of Legends tournaments. That may be true. But also, like, I bet you if you went back and watched a League of Legends tournament from 2010, you'd probably be like, what in the world am I watching? This is oh, actual yeah, no, trash. No, no. They're like, one, all the casters look like babies. And two, which, <laughs> which is so funny. Like, you don't realize how old people have gotten. Like, even yourself until you, like, watch a video yeah, from 10 years ago. Yeah. And be like, that's Rivington? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, how, how did that turn into this? Um, I think he looks better now. Anyway, uh, the like I think like the moral of the story here is to like the unfortunate thing for guys like Milk and Soju, right? I just went to Soju's Twitter, and I'm not trying to like shame him or anything, right? He's got the check mark, and that's great. But you go to Hafu, right? Which is the name that he brought up in terms of not playing the game. 112,000 followers, yeah. right? Tides of time. Let's see where, where where he's at. He's got the check mark twenty one point eight, right? Mm -hmm, you go to mm -hmm. K three, and these are are like, you know, he's got the check mark. He's on C nine. He's got fifteen hundred, right? So wait, I actually think wait fifteen hundred. Yeah, one thousand five hundred fifty three. Bro, you need to shut no. <laughs> Um, I, I, at, the, at the end of the day you, what the point i think you're making is is true right like i think clout, this is what i think bro happened, clout right i think i'm gonna google hold on i'm gonna google tft streamers just real quick and just see, see okay <laughs> okay and see if like these are the people who got invited okay so <laughs> i wonder if this is what happened oh my um, <laughs> god that would be so funny because like ace of spades hyped tabs tab still streams tft super jj saint vicious tides of time on here dog hafu 
<laughs> like, I think maybe, maybe just, and this is something I know personally, because I was a part of a marketing team at one time, <laughs> setting <laughs> this stuff up, probably went TFT, best TFT streamers, and K3 Soju's name and Delicious Milk's name wasn't there. Right. And that's pro- and that's probably why they haven't gotten picked. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, also like for a promotional event, the skit like the best player doesn't matter. If anything, it's probably well, for an event like that where like they got custom shoes and a jacket made, and like like that event is very like. Like Avali is was walking around the 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 table and like doing mini interviews in the middle of the match. Like it's f- it's for fun, bro. So like they need people who are going to do that. Like it's not going to be a like sit down and grind and put our noise canceling headphones on and do that. Like that's not that event. Um, so I, I we could make an event like that, and yeah. that could be an opportunity, but that's yeah. not gonna. That's it's not right. Is focused is. on that right now? Yeah. Right? They they don't. And they don't need to ever be focused on that if they don't. No, want to be. I would love for them to be rewarded for playing TFT. This is something I said on like the first podcast. Yeah, right. Was mm-hmm. they need to support TFT creators, right? And this is how they do right. it by inviting Delicious Milk, by inviting Soju, right? To to these by events. Little as, Legends podcast. Yeah, you know, we, we could do we could do on field interviews. We'd be great at it. Could you imagine how intimidating we we'd be? And just kidding. Uh, but like, because I would be a foot taller than everyone. Because we do have to put a nail in this one because we're belaboring at this point. Yeah, but are. like, I think in the end, I want to see both. That's not yes. Happen, I also right? want to see both. Um, I think it can be both. I I as you know, I'm a caster. I love seeing high quality gameplay yeah i would definitely lean towards the competitive side of things but i'm okay for the majority the of it at least and i'm okay with the other side and tft is still fluid in how it's gonna look mm-hmm. right and you can argue for whatever you want as can i and based on your position in the community you might be able to have a little bit more weight than some other people yeah but at the end of the day mort's gonna make his game riot's gonna do what they want and if yeah. you're involved in it that's awesome and if not either find a way to get involved and get your name there, just like he did on this rant, right? Yeah. This might be one of the best things his career has ever done. Right. I wonder, I wonder how many followers he had before that Reddit post came out. Right. Right. And so I think there needs to be a little bit more self-marketing just because, you know, he is on cloud nine. He's got the check Mark. He's already like better than me. Right. So, but right. I think in order to compete and be invited to these things, like with Becca and Hafu and Dog, Tides of Time, these guys are not just TFT names, but streaming legends, right? right? And in order to get TFT competitive to be good, I, you have to onboard viewers. And I think one of the easiest ways to do that is by providing them recognizable names. And right. it's, this is just part of that process. And hopefully yep. we get to where K3 wants to get to soon. Yep. I think it boils down to riot is has done in the past promotional events the 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 uh the metric that they're looking for and that you're rewarded for for promotional events is impressions or clout or whatever you want to call it like reach um all these buzzwordy marketing terms because a promotional event is a marketing event for the game at the end of the day um so i think it may be a little bit misguided to uh to bring up that specific event um, mm-hmm. for this rant. But 
to bolster um soul juice so juice point um what they're and again we did a whole episode on this or at least a long part portion of an episode on it like what there needs to be more incentive for is the skill in the game itself we're like yeah maybe like delicious milk has like i think just like looking at his profiles and stuff like he doesn't really want to be like a public face, like, you know, kiss the head of the baby, shake well, it's hands, like, uh, just wants to be Bot. good at the game. Right. Andy Bot's been an Annie streamer forever since I can remember. Never has his face on cam. Right? right. People still don't know what Andy Bot looks like. Doesn't want to be a public yeah. face. Just wants to be good and at the game and rewarded for that, which I get. Exactly. I would love like maybe for four people to be invited from ladder four people to be streamers and like really see how that and, goes. Because be if that happens masters. and, and, and if that happens and like the streamers <laughs> do well, right. Then you're going to maintain a competitive environment. Right. And right. if the four people who are ladder players can t- just roll over them, then they can reevaluate. Right. So it's, right. um, it's just an opportunity to try things out and they're going to try it at the beginning here first before they move on. And I think yep. this is, I, I think that, Business-wise, this is the best idea that they could come up with for TFT. They have to transition out of this somehow. If it is going to be sustainable, they have to transition out of it. And it's going to be through guys like K3 or Jay Shrita or Mm. uh, Jinxed, hopefully like people like Faye and, Mm. you know, Gangly, who's new in our Discord, doing some really great content, Mm -hmm. right? Like those are the people who start getting known. Yeah. because they're TFT people and we get yeah. our own people, mm-hmm. right? It's no mm-hmm. longer and Overwatch went through this transition too, yeah. right? Where all of the casters were former league casters or former yeah. Counter Strike casters yeah. were no Overwatch people. And now we get the opportunity to have TFT streamers, people who got well known playing TFT, yeah. and they should be rewarded for that mm-hmm. no matter what. And there's not a lot of in game reward for them to make that work. And I remember them being like, oh, there's going to be another TFT reward for set one. I don't think that ever came. Did it? It's going to come when we get the reward. Well, they're saying it's going to come when we get the rewards for set two. Yeah. And so, like, that's still a really long wait. Right. For a set that we played months ago to get rewarded at the end of a second set we never got competitive experience on. Right. Yeah. No. So that just doesn't sound good. Right. And so they Mm -hmm. just set three is going to be great. I can almost guarantee it, no matter what you think. Uh, I almost feel like we should wait till Tuesday to talk about it at this point, because this K3 thing took so much time. Yeah, but, we can um, at least gloss over it a little bit. Yeah, we'll gloss we'll, over we'll it, and then we'll get the appetizer, and then we'll yeah. we'll think strategy on yeah. Tuesday. I think that would be great. Yeah, okay. Um, um, we're just going to forg... I'm just going to leave like a little bit of a pause here, so that I can put in just a little bit of a break. Guys, if you are liking the show, please make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to us there, and you can subscribe to us and check us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash theblevins. Of course, the home of all of our content is at discord.me slash littlelegendspodcast. And K3, I feel for you. I wish it was said a little differently. I think almost everything you said had merit um, and is worth a discussion. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything he said was out of this world. I think he's allowed to be upset. I'd be upset in his situation. Yeah. so that's that, that's where I'm at on this. Yeah. It's going to force some conversations to happen that need to happen, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're going to need to be open about it. And they've been open about everything else. So fingers crossed they continue doing it this yeah. way. Um, I, but we all have to just accept that mobile is 
the most important thing yeah <laughs> right now right and uh-huh. just what we can be upset if after two months after mobile there's nothing the game's dead right but if after mobile we hear about this thing ladder mm-hmm. points competitive that's what we need to hear that's when i'll be ready to make a decision i think yeah i'm uh just hoping that he didn't fall on the sword for this one but we'll see but let's talk about some galaxies we're just gonna get like again you guys have seen it already right like if you haven't the it's in the it's in the show notes it's on just type in tft galaxies in google it'll come up we've got the dev uh tft galaxies team compositions we got a couple of things here we got star guardians we got cybernetic we got mech pilot which one of these is the coolest one for you or are or Uh, or are you most excited for what do you think i'm gonna i mean mech pilot obviously is the (laughs) the obvious one uh oh yeah duh especially that you you make a fucking mecha sorry Uh, all right uh one hour (laughs) all right for the bingo chris drops the f-bomb um (laughs) it's gonna go into your tft now i think one the look of the star guardians looks amazing yeah i think the star guardians look great uh and just as like kind of a another really awesome thing if you look at the trade effect uh for example nico is now tier three and her thing is aoe cc so her ult is a in the regular game is a huge circle aoe ult cc mm-hmm. so i think we're getting those back which i'm Ooh, really really excited about nice yeah and so kind of like things i think is going to happen so these are the star guardians are going to be poppy zoe ari nico syndra and soraka so we oh, all of those have been in the game before except Zoe, but they're all going to look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe's going to be range CC. I assume that's going to be her sleepy bubble trouble bubble or sleepy trouble, sleepy double trouble bubble is the, is the name of the, of, of the, move. What? <laughs> yeah, something, something bubble. Uh, Nico's going to be that big A we all. And then I think Soraka is going to be a full team heal. Ooh. Yeah. Cause that's crazy. her ult. Um, uh, and so the way that star guardians work, it's pretty much going to be like a sorcerer comp. It looks like, cause they get, uh, in cru- uh, they get mana. I think they're going to, yeah. it's going to be more like mages than sorcerers. Yes. Cause sorcerers are back. Sorcerers are actually back. Yes. So I uh, think that star guardian might be our tier, uh, our tier spatula item okay i like it i think that might be that might be scary because this kind of seems like it could be broken if you put it on the the only the only tank that is a star guardian is poppy Poppy. yep that's the only one and it's only tier one yep so it's not going to be like the poppy of old right which makes me think i i miss her too she's she's one of my she's one of my favorites i got the poppy um yeah i think that spatula tier is gonna make a star guardian that's my guess um but it's really cool this is like and and the trade effect is whenever star guardian casts their spell distribute 20 or 30 if you have three or six mana among all other star guardians so it almost like compounds right because like the first one helps the others cast which will help the others cast which will, like it, it well, just it's kind of like, like how old demons <laughs> worked but like without taking mana away well kind of except it's yeah, for kind of. all other 
Yeah. Boy, it distributes. So that does that mean if you have five, then each gets four mana? Is that how that works, or do they each get twenty mana? Oh, I don't know. That's a, that would be a really good clarification from Wart. Distribute. That's a good keyword because well, that that changes the strength of this precipitously <laughs> uh, by a huge factor. It's like, oh, sorry, the chart's upside down. Right. Oops. Yeah. A, whoopsie. I, we're actually going down, not up. Um, uh, you thought this was sales? No, this is losses. Um, yeah, it's probably the less broken one. It's got to be because like if let's say they have 100 mana, right? If the first one has if, if you have three champs, one has 60, one has 80, one has 100, then all three of them if it gives you 20, the first one would go off at 60, which would give uh, the second one at 80 would go from 60 to 80, which would cast. And then that one would give 20 to the 60 and then 20 to the 100 who would cast because they got six. They got they went from 60 to 80 to 100, which would then give 20 to the 60, which would now be at 40 and then 20. Like it basically like gets to a point where you're just casting infinitely. And <laughs> while I think that's super cool and I like that type of thing, I don't think that's probably what's going to happen. We'll see. It's and like we don't with, with like the different universes and galaxies too. these. We only might be seeing certain comps on certain maps. Yeah. Right. Which I think is what they wanted with Rise of the Elements, but never really got there yeah. with. I think they realized they just needed to make the whole thing different as opposed to just mm-hmm. one hex to really achieve that vision. To really uh, something else. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no. I was about to say that like make sure to like really read this dev update because they actually tell you a bunch of the origins and synergies. Yep. Uh, for example, Poppy's also a Vanguard, which I'm assuming is going to be very close to a, like the wardens that we have wardens now. Wardens and knights. Yep. Um, but there's also Nico's a protector. Ooh. So we don't know what that is. Maybe mystic like will be back. Soraka oh. is a mystic again. Nice. Um, the other ones that are going to be here that aren't listed is there's someone called a mana reaver. Irelia is a mana Interesting. Reaver. So she must take mana away, maybe? I don't know. See, cybernetic mana reaver blade master. Demolitionist, too. Um, Shen is Chrono. Chrono. Yeah, so that's got to be time related. So that might mean that Zillion is going to be in the game. Because he's like the guy about time. Sounds like a five um, cost if I've ever seen. We don't see any five costs here. Uh, Celestial. And with <laughs> Celestial being there uh, with, I think, is Zoe Celestial? No. So there are very few champions that are considered Celestial in League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a soul. So I wonder Ooh. if we're going to get Aurelian soul back because he's definitely one of the units I think people miss the most. Yeah. Um, out of the last one. Still uh, haven't gotten thing. my infernal a soul yet. Um, and then Kale is something called a Valkyrie. Ooh. I wonder what that's going to be. All very uh, Mana Reaver is still the thing that's still like really popping out to me. Uh, the next ones that aren't listed in terms of like the compositions that you got to have to search for uh, Sorcerer is technically not listed, even though they talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, Demolitionists and mm. Infiltrators. So we'll see what that means. Mm. Fizz is an Infiltrator. Backline CC and damage. Rumble's a Demolitionist, which is huh. frontline spell damage. Ziggs is also a Rebel demolitionist range spell damage so like i think that this is probably how i think they wanted to do it like this and so you feel like kind of read between the lines right 
You gotta uh, actually because, read this article to get everything. Because so much was 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 leaked and not leaked, but technically like demolitionist and infiltrator and all that stuff hasn't officially been announced. I'm right. super intrigued as to what Valkyrie is because Valkyries I think are super cool in terms of like mm-hmm. aesthetic and Thor Ragnarok, right? Like yeah. Valkyries are just sick kind of characters. <laughs> like I like in Smite I played Freya. Like I just mm-hmm. love that like aesthetic so much. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean... So I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm also really excited for Chrono, like to see if like time is gonna get messed with. Like yeah. if Zillion's gonna make the rounds last shorter or longer or something. Oh god, um, that would probably be stupid, but also hilarious. <laughs> Uh, or like the other thing Zillion does is he gives experience to other people. He also can make them move faster, but he also resets his cooldowns. Um, I can't see Chrono being in the game and not having Zillion. Right. You know That'd what I mean? So I think that's just some information that they're giving us. I'm sure Ezreal's back too, because they showed a pulse fire Ezreal along with the Shen. And he's mm. also time related. Caitlin also has a time based skin. Um, I'm excited, man. <laughs> this is going to be sick. Like yeah. the aesthetics of this is, I think this will be the best looking set. It might be a little busy uh, because star guardians are super colorful. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Um, and a I think the bit. visuals are going to be a little bit more intense, yeah. but I mean, just like the titles of these synergies and, and origins Valkyrie. Come on, mana reaver. Yeah, that's sick. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, three of your units combine into a mech. Uh, so that's a thing. <laughs> Uh, into a soup, into a super, um, which I'm actually kind of interested in how good it actually is because it seems a little bit like a bait for a couple of reasons. Gimmicky. It, it it seems a it seems gimmicky. B it's like yeah you get a super unit, um, but also like it doesn't have abilities, right? Like it doesn't gain three abilities. I don't think. Uh, it, maybe he gets a giant AOE spell. It stuns yeah. everyone it hits for two and a half seconds. Okay, so that is good. But also, like, if you stun the mech, it's like three times as effective. Question. Answer. Do you think this mech will take up two spots? I was literally <laughs> wondering the same thing. Because if they, if that's ever in the game, I'm just going to just take credit for it. Yeah. Even though they probably already thought about it, like right. the second day they had yeah. like a meeting, I, I will I will take credit for it because like this is this is perfect for that. Like yeah. a mech like this would be perfect for something like that. I wonder. It'd be cool. I, I bet the coding for that would be nuts. To be completely, it honest would be really you, like, cool. Unnecessary. It'd be really cool because you like get to like body block the you know the frontline champions from getting somewhere. Yeah. Else. Well, and the thematics of like being a raid boss is really fun. Yeah. Because in league, when you get like really far ahead and you could just like three V one people, that's the most fun you have in a game. Yeah. Right. So I think watching this will be pretty entertaining if it's balanced and I'm okay with it not being balanced to be completely honest with you, because like another galaxy is going to appear and we'll be fine. Probably. Yeah. Like, the, because uh... the other thing about galaxies is that the galaxies can be band-aids for whatever problem there is. Right. Right, if if a certain comp is just overpowered, like Blender, they could just make a galaxy and <laughs> just have that appear more often than right. the other ones. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of hope that they don't use that as their primary balancing mechanism. It's not the but primary, it, but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely possible. A, a possible emergency mm-hmm. kind of thing they can do. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. I'm uh, 
man, seeing even just this like little teaser, I'm like, this looks pretty sweet. I know. And I understand that more RNG feels bad for comp- uh, competitive, you know, the Nico verse and the four star verse. But what people yeah. need to realize is like, they're talking about, oh, it's going to be, you know, forced if everyone everybody you know you, you're gonna get so far ahead but you also have to remember that everyone is getting two nico's right helps. When so when everyone, everyone gets, gets it forward yeah yeah Just then you're all even again yep right so i think that's something that people have to realize is there is compensation that's being utilized in terms of the rng in my opinion right and i'm excited because like the thing is it might be really good for the game to like start with three nico's yeah. Right. Just like in general, right? Like to start with items instead of having to go through a carousel at first could be another thing. Right. Right. I I don't know, but well, um, I'm excited for them to kind of try that out because starting with Nico's helps could actually be like a mechanic in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I think it will get figured out what the best thing to do with that is, but that's okay because I mean, if anything, that's another like skill expression or like an unlock for you it's like oh it's actually better to just the first three costs you get just make them a tier two uh or or sometimes it's good to do that where it's like you can actually get uh or or depending on the galaxy it's actually good to front load your your win streak or something like what if they had a win streak galaxy where you get a bunch of extra gold for win like you get even more gold for win streaking it's like well I need to start getting win streaks and you play a lot different and it's random in terms of if you get that or not. But once you're in the game, it's not any more random than TFT. It will reward you for being better at the game or being more experienced at the game. If you've played it before and you know the strategy for it, it also opens up a lot of opportunities for content creators to create ancillary content around the different galaxies. Just putting that out there for people who uh, are wondering about that. Uh, So, I mean, I I actually posted a poll that we'll talk about more uh, next week um, about what competitive players think about, um, about the galaxies in terms of competitive. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely dive deeper into that next week. But um, I'm very, because when I first heard it, I was like, Ooh, you're, you're rolling dice before every round. Uh, like my red, my, my red, <laughs> my old, like my no items, Fox only final destination brain is going, no, 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 stop it, stop it, stop it. Just make, like, make the game more, uh, uh, less luck. But then after thinking about it and after watching Mort stream and having him answer sort of questions around that for a while, I really got more and more sold on uh, the galaxies. And I actually think it might be more competitive or it might be you are able to flex your skill more when it's like this, because like a new player is going to be like, what in the world's happening? What do I do when the everyone starts with a mech universe ha- or galaxy happens? Ooh, that's actually a pretty cool idea. If everyone started with a mech that combines at the beginning or like an all mech galaxy. <laughs> all you get are mechs. just like you you like upgrade your mech you only get one unit but you continuously upgrade it by getting Ooh. matches on your uh, by getting matches this right is... so you get like three fizzes and then that part of your mech gets upgraded what am i thinking about that is that that a... is kind of like that right it's i don't know in hearthstone but... it's something in hearthstone i think it's not battlegrounds 
was it like a it might have been a um a like tavern brawl like, or like something? a tavern brawl or something yeah where like every round there's a thing that eats two units and it keeps getting bigger and bigger I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was a um adventure. I think that was a uh, one of those like solo adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe like a League of Explorers thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I yeah, I think that that actually can be because yeah, I, my my best galaxy idea. Did I tell you my best galaxy idea? I think I might. I think I said it in game night. Um, it's a galaxy where it's just TFT regular. Everything is exactly the same except. The portraits for every unit are just pictures of Mordog. <laughs> like everything else about the game is exactly the same, but when you open up your shop, it's just just six but, but, pictures but like, of Mordog. <laughs> the same picture? Yes, or, or all of like, them. Okay, are, all of them are his. Costs. Yeah, all of them are his uh, stock riot photo. Like that. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If Mort doesn't become a little legend, I don't know what we're going to do. With I mean, ourselves. I, they're not going to do it because we, we've already heard them say that they don't I want know, to create a little legend that's going to cause people to never want to buy new ones. And that's exactly what that would do. Well, make it premium then. Make us like pay like tokens or something. Like make us buy a currency. I would buy a currency for the Mort thing. I mean, you, you, you have to buy it anyway. Well, no, so, like, there's certain, like, events that happen where you can get, like, prestige skins. Oh, so you actually have to, like, pay Buy and a pass earn. and, like, get yeah. a token. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 100% in for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, totally. I That's, like, that's one of the things that, like, I hope Set 3 has is a better battle pass. I will pay for a battle pass. Like, 100%. Yeah. There is going to be I a think... free one, but the reading between the lines, there may also be a paid one. There's definitely going to be a free one available, but also on top of that, there might I think be the paid one. battle pass will be a huge incentive for yeah. a lot of people just I to play so mm-hmm. right like cosmetics are a great way to play um yep. yeah i'm excited to, i'm excited for tuesdays i kind of like think about this more because i was just so taken aback by how much was in the article that they never said out loud yeah right like what like valkyrie i mean that's so cool i don't even uh, know who the other hello. ones would be because like what is it? that's actually something <laughs> from uh, one of the coolest things about blitzcrank is he was an omni you know synergy right he was the only yeah. robot yeah and so like he he was the only one that got this like special thing starting off full mana and i would love i think blitzcrank was one of the best units that's ever been in the game yep and so i i hope i hope we get more of stuff like that like i'm okay with like an omni origin i mean we could literally get robots in this set yeah yeah that'd be sick like they start unibot and blitzcrank it'd be great man would be so sweet um yeah okay is there anything else specifically that you want to mention about these? I mean, we didn't really talk about cybernetic, which I think is is interesting. Well, let's talk about it because I do want to kind of just just for like five minutes, yeah. right? Because I have a question. Okay. So, am I a hypocrite? Because I hate <laughs> Ionic Spark, right? I hate it when yeah. you just get things by having things, uh-huh. right? You have this. And now you have free damage, right? Mm-hmm. You put an ionic spark on it, and now I'm just going to take damage every time I ult. It's not very interactive. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this is okay for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the <laughs> way that... Si- <laughs> and am I a hypocrite is what, is what I'm... Can I say no to ionic spark and yes to cybernetics? Or do I have to... Um, <laughs> is that possible? I think... I'm not a... Hun- oh, I okay. I was thinking static shift. Ionic spark. I think 
Ionic Spark feels different because you're getting damage, but you're not attacking or casting a spell. It's not just adding attack damage to your attack. It's just giving you damage without you actually doing anything. It's just existing. This is like... It's purely RNG by getting those items and putting it on, right? Well, it's not necessarily RNG, but like you're not... It's not like Ionic Spark is like, oh, when a... Like, would you hate Ionic Spark if it instead read when a... uh, gains a charge every time uh, a unit casts a spell and your next attack deals and forget whether it's irrelevant whether this is balanced or not but the next time you attack or cast a spell it deals uh, 50 damage for each charge on it for each charge yeah, on it I think I would be better if it read right if it like so that. it like doesn't just give you it doesn't just zap and give damage it it adds damage to something like you have to actually take that extra step to get something out of it. Um, and you have to do that with this too, because you get the, you get free damage, I guess, technically, but you have to actually attack to get it. The cybernetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I, cause I think one of the coolest things about set two was how Yasuo ulted is mm-hmm. like making items part of a character, right. Yes. And having that interact with more because that's something yep. underlords, never did right and not really a lot of it like snore fest yeah exactly it's this like now the fact that the items are interacting with synergies now and characters like because if because i hope they keep like it ults the person with the most items like i loved that um that was a way to make something like hextech work without it being uninteractive Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. because at the high levels no one was building three items on anyone anymore because of that yasuo blade master comp right Mm -hmm. and you just spread it apart and that's a much more interactive way of doing that than just shutting the items off at the beginning of you know the fight right technically it's the same thing but just like your ionic spark uh example right mm-hmm. it just feels better because yasuo is in the game you see him itemizing right you can react and be and, and do it yeah. in real time a little bit more yep. and it's not just positioning it's it's a macro play mm-hmm. right and yep you get rewarded for that against yasuo and you feel better about calling that out and being mm-hmm. like i put you know or like putting like triple bramble on a maokai <laughs> right it's like yeah old me please yeah my trap card pharaoh <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and like that that's the type of next level like yep. gaming and tft that i'm really excited about yep. and that's just really cool for me that they're thinking about it it could end up being one of the more uninteractive synergies we've seen outside of hex tech yeah this could actually be pretty good honestly <laughs> like, um, it's because the thing is is we're gonna put items on units 300 right? health i mean it, th- this is this is one of the first times that we really have to think about the benefit of putting uh, like you're you essentially are um, costing yourself a hyper carry in order to have a diverse series of carries. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you think about it, like um, if you have six cybernetic, right, which gives you at six, it gives each of them 800 health and 80 damage. Um, that means you have to have six items on six different champions, which even if, 
I guess you could have 12 items. I, I don't know what the average number of items you get at the end of the game, but like even if you have 12 total item components, that means each unit has one completed item on it. Have you ever built a comp like that in a non-meme game for a particular reason? I can personally say no. I have never had a comp <laughs> that has a single completed item or even just a single item component on every single unit. But now, like, even if you have three cybernetic at the beginning of the game, you need to think, oh, do I want to put two items on my carry or do I want to just, like, put a, a chain vest on one a sword on another and a a needlessly large rod on a third one and get 900 health and 90 attack damage spread across three units um at the cost of not having a guardian angel in this game or in this right like like that is not a decision tree or thought process that we've had to do yet and that is really cool now the numbers might be broken. I don't know. I'm not going to try to claim that I after we after we messed up the the pantheon the, <laughs> after we biffed that one. Hey, we we technically said the right thing. We just went with the wrong one. Right. We we said it could be overpowered. Right. We we did. But in our minds, we did not think it was going to be as overpowered as it very <laughs> no, clearly was. Not. Looking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to try to like that. Might be too. That might be too too much health and too much attack. But like. Now having the decision tree of like, okay, I've got three cybernetic. Um, I can make a guardian angel and a red buff, but actually I just want to put a sword here, uh, a vest here, and then put the red buff on uh, something else. Like that, uh, that is a decision tree that now exists and might be better. It'll take testing and whatnot to find out. It'll take like, are the cybernetic champions good? Like there's a lot of factors there in just one little synergy that I think is really, really cool. Yeah, so, I think so too. I we said that we weren't going to go too deep on it, and I don't. I think we kind of glossed over this. There's still a yeah, lot yeah, that we could yeah, give yeah, you a yeah, little yeah. appetite, little little because we haven't little, talked about what's going to be good. morsel, right? Like in terms right. of like synergies and what we might expect, and we might even get more news by Tuesday. So yeah, I I, I am already excited. I'm very excited for uh, space. Um, very very excited about that, but I. Th- think that is going to be it for this episode there's so much more we could talk about but we're gonna wait we're gonna we just gave you a little little mm, 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 just a little, little little scrumptious morsel to to nibble on and it's only gonna be a couple days because this is thursday you're gonna be getting this on friday it's only a couple days to the next episode so don't worry we're gonna have plenty to talk about by then but boop any parting words before we go here? I love you. I love you too, buddy. <laughs> that is going to be it for this episode. Make sure you're following the podcast at LIL Legends Pod on Twitter. Make sure you're following that because I will update you guys if we're ever doing an episode late like we did this week. Um, it's a good place to find. Also, discord.me slash little legends podcast. Definitely a place where you can find all the links there uh, to everything that we do. Follow us on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube, all of that good stuff. Boop, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here? At Boopasaurus Rex on Twitter. 
And if you want to follow uh, his PBE account, it is uh, at Bubasaurus69, the best <laughs> PBE account of all. <laughs> I There's like so many levels to that name that like, if you know me would make that so funny. Like, but like, I think like in order to like really understand why that's so funny, you, you kind of have to like know a little bit about me. But yeah. just trust us when we say Bubasaurus6969 is quite out of character. <laughs> <laughs> for you me to like officially be represented as. need only to go to one fight night or sorry one game night which are on fridays 9 eastern <laughs> twitch.tv slash giant slayer tv discord.me slash little legends podcast that's where you want to be for those but guys whether you like set two or not whether it's your favorite thing your least favorite thing you're raging or you're in bliss it's only going to be a few more weeks of it so enjoy it while you can because we are on to the final frontier of space and we will be talking all about it next week right here the legends podcast we will see you guys uh, then bye The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 